welcome to Wednesday on Wealth. I am CA Priyanka Chiruvan. Our today's topic is regarding 194R, that is TDS on benefits and purchases. This section has been newly introduced in the Finance Act 2022, which is applicable from 1st July 2022. First, let us understand the applicability of this section. So, in case you are earning income other than salary, then this section will be applicable to you. Any perquisite which is received in cash or in kind will be liable for this section. Also, the section is applicable only when the service recipient with whom you are engaged in his turnover or gross receipts during the preceding financial year exceeds Rs 1 CR if he is carrying on a business and in case if he is a professional, then 50 lakhs rupees. Now, let us understand the limit of this section. So, this session is applicable in case the value of the benefit of purchases exceeds Rs 20,000 rupees during a financial year. So, if this amount crosses Rs 20,000 rupees, then TDS at the rate of 10% will be applicable. There can be situation where the benefit of purchases may be fully in non-cash or partly in cash or partly other consideration. So in this case, it is very important to ensure that the TDS liability on this benefit has been discharged by the service. In certain cases, what happens is that the benefit of purchases which is provided may be fully non-monetary or partly monetary and partly non-monetary. In such cases, the provider of the benefit of purchases needs to ensure that the TDS on this element has been paid off by the benefit or purchases recipient. Now, let us understand this with the help of an example. Say, I am engaged in a business wherein I am in business with A Limited. A Limited provides me Rs 1 lakh as a professional fees. And over and above that, they provide me, for example, say gifts like gold coins, free trips, laptops, televisions, etc. So in this case, 194R will be applicable on the gift component which is provided to me over and above the rupees 1 lakh consideration by A limit. We will now understand the implication of section 194R on the basis of the example just discussed by us. Before any non-cash consideration received by us was not specifically required to be disclosed in the return of income and in many cases what we used to do is that we never used to account this in our return of income. But after introduction of section 194R, what is going to happen is that the payer as he will be liable for deducting the TDS, the same will be reflected in our 26 AS. Hence the gifts which I have received from A Limited will be disclosed in my form 26 AS and hence I will be required to consider it in my return of income. Which means that the tax liability is going to increase on account of an increase in the total income. We will now understand the value on which TDS is required to be deducted. TDS is required to be deducted on the fair market value of the benefit or purchase. However, in case the person has purchased the same, then the value at which the benefit or purchase has been purchased, TDS will be applicable on this value. In case the benefit of purchase is internally manufactured, then the cost at which the same is sold to the outside customers will be considered as the value of benefit or purchase for the purpose of deduction of TDS. Let us understand the various cases wherein section 194R will be applicable, also certain exceptions to the same. The first one is social media influencers. We have seen a lot of situation wherein the company offers to their brand ambassadors the products like 
मोबाइल कार लैपटॉप्स एक्सेट्रा दिस इज डन बेसिकली बिकॉज द कंपनी वॉन्ट्स द ब्रांड एम्बेसिडर टू फर्स्ट पर्सनली यूज द प्रोडक्ट एंड देन दे विल बी इन अ बेटर पोजिशन टू कन्वे द एक्सपीरियंस टू द जनरल पब्लिक इन केस दीज प्रोडक्ट्स आर रिटेन बाय द ब्रांड एम्बेसिडर्स देन सेक्शन वन नाइंटी फोर आर विल बी एप्लीकेबल हावेवर इन मोस्ट ऑफ द केसेस इट इज रिटर्न बैक टू द कंपनी Hence, in this case, 194R won't be applicable. In many cases, we have seen that sample products are being distributed to the doctors who are employee of an hospital. So, in this case, Section 194R will be applicable, and TDS will be deducted on the hospital. Just because the doctor is an employee of the hospital, the tax will be deducted by the company in the name of the hospital because the benefit and perquisite which is provided to the doctor is just because the doctor is an employee. Next case is reimbursement of out-of-pocket expenses. Let us understand this with the help of an example. So say I am a consultant who is engaged with A Limited and I am providing consultancy services to them for which five lakh rupees is charged as a consideration. Apart from this, I need to incur certain travelling expenses as well as accommodation charges. So while computing my taxable income, rupees five lakh will be my gross income, and the expenses that I've incurred for my travelling and accommodation will be claimed as an expenditure while computing my taxable income. However, in certain cases, what happens is A Limited will be reimbursing these expenses to me. Also, the invoices for the travelling and accommodation must have been obtained in the name of A Limited. In this case, Section one ninety four R won't be applicable on me, and also these expenses will be claimed as an expenditure by A Limited. The next case is business or dealer conferences. Many a times a company organizes business or dealer conferences wherein it tries to educate its dealers or customers such conferences are not liable for section 194r however if such conference is in the nature of incentive or benefit only to selected dealers then section 194r will be applicable for example say out of 1000 dealers 100 dealers were selected just because they have achieved certain targets then section 194r will be applicable on the selected dealers further in the following three cases the expenditure would be liable for section 194r as it will be assumed that it is a benefit or perquisite provided to the dealer the first case is where the expenditure is attributable to a leisure trip even though it is part of the business trip second expenditure is related to the family member accompanying the dealer in this conference third expenditure related to days prior or after the date of the conference the next case is wherein rebates and discounts is provided so in case rebates and discounts are provided then section 194r won't be applicable to such rebates and discounts i hope this video was helpful to you for more queries please get in touch with our tax and finance experts For more such videos do subscribe to our channel thank you